Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the week again. The Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard, and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. third of the season is done and we're into the rep round and uh, what an Anzac round I thought it was an absolute cracker. It was awesome yeah it was awesome, three games on Anzac day uh, and some very close finishes as we've uh, come accustomed to, that's for sure Well I suppose uh, getting in as always we start off with the fast five so your highlight, your low light, your best your worst and any questions of the week and probably just talk uh, also about the season to this point but uh, as far as your, your best for the round, or sorry, your highlight for the round, what would that be? I had two. The Anzac Day, obviously the fixtures, mm. uh, how the games flowed, um, the ceremonies, just the event that it is now. Mm. Uh, and the other one was Alex McKinnon getting to the Newcastle v Bulldogs game. Um, and then I guess to tag onto the back of that, uh, the NRL today saying that he's got a job for life um, and also the Newcastle Knights re-signing him. Uh, to honour that yeah. original deal that they had with him, which is, uh, I think, the right thing to do. And good on the NRL, obviously, wiping that from the salary cap, as they should. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's hard times, maybe, financially for Newcastle, but they're still backing that up, even though Tinkler's gone. So, yep. uh, full punters So they should. But uh, my highlight, uh, pretty similar, probably the end, all the Anzac games. I sat there. Uh, the Melbourne one probably frustrated me a little bit, but that was still a cracker of a game. They threw the kitchen sink at the Warriors and they held on. Yeah. Uh, the South game, I know some people weren't happy with the strip, but the interpretation I thought was a right call, and that was an awesome game as well. Yeah. And the first game, even though the Roosters probably uh, had that comfortably won, I was just happy to see them back to their best, pounding through the middle of their forge and just being so dominant. So, yeah. Uh, on that side of things, I, I thought it was just an absolute cracker of a day. But uh, what about your low light? John Grant. John Grant. There you go. And from on the on the bench bench bench, uh, daily Cherry Evans, the the Manly Seagulls, Manly Paul Manly Gal- Warringah Seagulls, Paul Gallon at lock from uh, the Cronulla Sutherland Hawks. Can we please sort yeah. that out? Like, yeah, it, was he reading? And I'll or does he just not know? We we all throttled Dave Smith, and I know a lot of people probably heard this already. But we throttled David Smith for calling Benji Benji Barber. Yeah. instead of Benji Marshall and mixing up those two. But John Grant's been around the game for a long time and he doesn't even know the name of the clubs. You well, shouldn't if he was reading, someone stitched him up. You shouldn't someone need... st- if Either he can't Honestly, read or someone stitched him up. Even if you saw that on paper, though, you shouldn't even need to see that. You should be able to go Paul Gallon and then look up and go Cronulla. Well, who who typed that up? I don't know, but it's pretty ridiculous. They'll probably blame it on Spellcheck or something. <laughs> Spellcheck. Cross the Hawks instead of the Unbel- I couldn't believe it. What about your low light? Uh, my low light is uh, even though the rep round is only just coming uh, before we've even got to it on Monday and Tuesday, just all the pullouts again, just yeah. the norm. Uh, the under twenties one, crap, I, I was going to go on Saturday to Sporting Bet. I don't go there very often and watch Luke Brooks and Moses and all these young blokes play Milford and Corey Oates and the Tigers withdrew Brooks and other players have pulled out. Johnston pulled out from the Rabbitohs. So all these NRL players mixed in with the best young talent. Half of them have already pulled out. Yeah. Uh, City Pretty Country, true. they've all pulled out. So. 
Uh, you know, I'm just I'm pretty sick of it to be honest. And we've halted the season. I know another thing just everyone's already said. Yeah, just can it. It was just building nicely, and now we've just stopped it for this. And you know, a half, what they should do half a New Zealand side. extend state of origin to a five game series. <laughs> just make no, seriously, and just punt this, punt it, punt international footy altogether. Mm. You know, the NFL doesn't have international footy. Yeah, well, they're pretty much they're like pretty us, much aren't the same. They? They're exactly Besides, the same. There's no one else that could challenge. Just punt it. But well, it's just crap. I mean, the World Cup was okay, but realistically, you knew who the final was going to be. Oh yeah, it's more the carnival around it. But I enjoyed the like we said, we enjoyed Christ the pools sake. for what they were. But once the pools were over, it was, and you, uh, no wonder the clubs are pulling it out. There's no incentive for them to give their players across. Like I know, you know, that was your low light, and rightfully so. But I mean, there's no incentive for the clubs. No, there's not. You know, what? What's the incentive that they go there and get injured? Yeah, well, there's that, no compensation. So that's the only reason Furman that wins about the nines. At least there was something given this time for the clubs exactly. to, to participate, which probably needs to be the case more so. But um, when you saw the result of that, the yeah. best players were playing. Oh, for the most, most part, yeah. most part, yeah. And that's obviously why, for the some of the teams that went the low ball. One of them was the Raiders. That doesn't matter. They're not going to make the eight. No. And then the other one was the Dogs. You know, that was up to Hasler, and they rightfully uh, fell short. But just about everybody else sort of pretty decent side. Exactly. So. Um, what about your best player of the round? Uh, I had three. Um, Daily Cherry Evans, I thought, was unbelievable, but I don't know how good the Raiders were. I nah. think they, they showed up at halftime. Um, Greg Inglis, the 80-metre try was sensational. And just one for me, a Titans fan, Dave Taylor. I've got to give him a wrap. He's I've given him plenty, uh, plenty of the worst player of the round last year, but uh, I think he's he's playing pretty well this season. And, mm. uh, you know, he's correlating with us on top of the ladder, which yeah. is, at the moment, at the... Third of the way through, we're on top, but we'll see whether that's the case. Uh, well, I'll, put, I'll put one thing here. Every time he's played him in centres, he's played very, very well, and you're probably weak in that, and you've got a million back rollers. Would you just leave him there? I had this conversation with someone yesterday, and I because I watched it again on the weekend, the and I thought, you know, originally what? I hated it, but now I'm sort it, of. All... It makes him happy. He gets involved. Yeah. He's playing well, and you and you, you're awful in that spot. So yeah. if it's working, and you've got a squillion back rollers, I'd just say give Carter more time off the bench, or put Takarengi or whoever you've got to push in there, yeah. and just leave Dave Taylor there. Yeah. If that gets the best out of him. Exactly. He's a weapon, so... And at the moment, it's working. So if it's working, stick with it. And you know he's got good enough hands to feed a winger, too. Exactly. He's got brilliant skills. What about so. your best player? George Burgess. Uh, there's Cherry <laughs> Evans and everyone else. George, George. And we, all, we all look at it, and I say it, I'm going to keep saying it. A front row or a back row is probably never, ever going to win the Dally M, or it's probably not a common occurrence, but my God, uh, I don't think you can put enough wraps on the amount of damage he did to the ruck and the try he scored and the footwork and the metres. And I know Sam played well, too, but... I don't think Sam's anywhere near effective uh, when his brother's not there. George lays the platform for that whole side. He yeah. had over 200 metres again. Everyone that gets in front of him just gets hurt. Yeah. And, and The scary and, thing is he's still on the up. The, the scary thing is he hasn't even really tapped in. He's been here for just over a year now, really, yeah. playing full-time NRL, and he moves just as good as well, Sam. It was only this time last year he sort of made his debut, wasn't it? You played the first couple of rounds and got some tries, but the minutes kind of grew after you know this kind of point now. Yeah, but I mean, it's only really a year, just over a year, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But now the minutes, the minutes are getting jacked up, and he's just scary. Yeah. He's flat-out scary. And i tell you what, uh, just the bumps, all the contact, I would not get in front of him. I'm glad I'm not playing, because if he was in front of me, I'd only have one option. That would probably be to chop-lock him and try and take his Drive leg his feet. I'll take the 12-week suspension, <laughs> and I'll just take his knee out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's a scary prospect, so... Nah, what about your worst? I think this is going to be the same. Yeah, the Raiders. Mate, the awful. Raiders were terrible. Um, I actually thought they were a chance with all the pullouts from uh, Manly, but I've got to give uh, Little John a rap. I thought he played no, well on day And I said it to you, I'm more happy when you watch somebody like that who, you know, obviously his path was obstructed at the Roosters, as was his house partner, Riley Jacks. Um, Riley Jacks has kind of fallen off the map, but Little John, he persisted one year there at Newtown, played well, took himself to the Dogs, persisted. 
Uh, they had that grand final run, so he couldn't get in there. And now he spent two years persisting at Manly behind two gun halves again, and he's finally got his crack and showed his class. Yeah, so. And the uh, you know the Raiders they knock off the Storm, but it just proves they can't put back to back performances together. You know they've, they've beaten South and, and Melbourne this year. That's what the scary thing is. And I, right. I'll tell you one thing: I don't know what caused it, but I was there the week before, and I told you they thought they'd won the grand final after they beat Melbourne. Maybe they should but save that the for problem. the end of the year. That's the problem, mate. Exactly. You, you know, it's one win, two points. Whether you win by one point or a hundred, it's yeah. still the same result. Well, like really. I said, yeah, I was witness to it, and it's only round seven. So that's yeah. how they celebrate when they beat a side like that. Uh, you're not going to play in the final. And to be honest with you, I, you know, taking nothing away from them, Melbourne have been awful. Yeah, and if awful. Melbourne were on best form, they were And there was a Sisawanga try in that game that probably should have been a ward. It would have been a different game. Mm. But anyway, that's uh, fish and chip paper now. But well, I thought, I'll tell you what, though, I'll give one thing. Uh, I'll give a rap to the, probably their two most consistent players. Again, I thought Jared Croker was on, and I thought Vaughn, when he came off the bench, was on. Jared Croker playing City Country? No, and I. Pretty disappointed because Jack White and got picked in front of him. No, not taking nothing away from him, but they picked him at the centre spot in front of him. So and he hasn't even been playing centre. No, that's a joke. They see it that way. He come out himself and said he was, you know, happy to be in there and that he thought Croker should be there. I'm surprised he wasn't there, but um, you know, at the same time, uh, very unlucky. Fence ended up getting in. I thought he was unlucky not to get in the first side either. But yeah, uh, you know, they've definitely got to become more consistent. Uh, They've got to give Boydie and these kind of younger blokes more minutes. I think it's more obvious going forward. That's got to be the plan. Yep. Uh, what about any questions you got coming out of the week? Uh, what's wrong with the Storm? Mate, uh, I think we spoke about this. They've been so good at slowing down the ruck and everything's played in their favour and they set that standard and now they've flipped the rules to be quicker. They're not getting third men in. They're not getting extras in the tackle. And, you know, those scrap kind of players that they buy and they could hide in that system of playing so structured and slowing you down, it's not working now. I've got a theory on it. I don't, think, uh, I don't think they have enough variation in their attack from players one to three. Therefore, they're not getting a roll on. Mm. Therefore, it's easier for sides to defend them. Therefore, once the other side has the ball, they've got more energy to attack them. Mm. And I just don't think, well, I think they're Melbourne have been as effective uh, in terms of getting a roll on and stopping the roll on, and it's as simple as that for Craig Bellamy. How do I, how do I use the players I've got, the chess pieces I've got, in order to get a roll on? And getting a roll on almost stops their roll on because you're just taking gas out of them. So yeah. I think they've just got to get some more variation in their uh, plays from one to three. I don't know whether that is let's shift the ball to the edge a little bit. Well, and they they did try it a lot in that game early. They were giving the ball to um, Cronk. And Hampton, who are hitting their back rowers on the edges, Proctor and uh, Hoffman. I do think, though, we miss, at the moment, another another good big man. We really do lack. Bromwich is kind of on his own. I think when McLean's there, we look better. Yeah. And when Kenny gets on the field, we look better because he's got a bit of power on feet. But uh, I'm almost going to throw it out there. That these players like Rose, no, they're struggling now that we've sped things up. They're not as effective either. No. I'm starting to look more at a junior Moores or someone who's down there. I think we need a bit more size and mobility. Definitely. To kind of come to the fore with what's happening right now. Someone that can get in between. We're doing the same thing. We're, we're not adjusting to how the ruck's working, and no. some of these blokes are getting caught out. So, well, what's the other question is what's going so right for the Titans? I, I still, I still can't under, really understand how they're sitting there, but they are. I mean, they were, I think they were really good on on Sunday. Well, exactly what we just spoke about. They are getting a roll on. They're controlling the middle. They've got a rep forward pack. Uh, Dave Taylor, I think, sorted one problem out on an edge. Mead's been good at fullback. Their halves are good. Bo Falloon's grabbed the nine spot. I don't really think you could say anymore, you know, that was a weakness, this is a weakness. Everything everything that we kind of thought would be an issue for them just hasn't been. Mm. They do make plenty of mistakes, but my God, they just play tough and they play football, they try. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I love their halves. I've said it to you a million times. If you switch them into one of the better sides in the competition, you'd have a good chance of winning a comp. 100%. Because they're, they're the perfect pair of halves, just like the Manly pair. They've got that difference between them. 
uh, you know, to kind of change a game and One throw thing them. That does worry me. They're a little bit injury prone. Um, and they've still we've still got the depth issue too, though. They haven't had the injuries yet. No. And when they do, you know, it's going to happen. Exactly. You don't, there's um, not the backup there. Who should be the Queensland fullback, Slater or Inglis? Well, I'm a Melbourne fan. I still think it should be Inglis. Yeah, I, I've now I last season. Him. I know we were firmly on in the Slater camp. It's interesting to see Slater come out. Year, I think he was. Interesting to uh, see Slater come out today and say, "Look, I'm, I'm just starting to find my full fitness. He's starting to feel like he's healthy well, again." I hope so, because for Melbourne's uh, sake, he needs Inglis, to get there. Inglis has said that as long he as thinks that Slater's yeah. the number one fullback. So, I mean, there's not going to be an issue there. The other one is who will be the New South Wales fullback, or who would you pick there? I think we need to have Hayne at centre. I, I don't think we've got Dugan good, I don't think we got good enough pick, centers. Yeah. And we Dugan need that running game. In the centers. I, I do yeah. exactly the same. Well, my other thing, that was one of my questions here. Uh, well, first of all, is obviously the city country. We already said this last year. Would you scrap it? Yes. Or don't make it an origin trial. Just, I'd, just age bracket the, it. I'd age bracket it. Because they, they, they're players that aren't pulling out. Your Dylan Walkers, your Clemens, these guys aren't going to pull it out. But like the 20s origin, I'd age bracket it. We should be looking at our better young talent, I think. I think, you know, the residence game they play, the New South Wales versus Queensland residence game, yeah. I reckon just turn that into a three-game series mm. and just pick your best players who haven't made origin and that we should have standalone origin mm. during that time. Just have standalone origin and then the guys that are, you know potential Queensland guys that are going to push through and potential New South Wales got like a reserve grade origin. Yeah. And then you, you get in your trial. Well, it works. You know who's, you know I, who's I remember good. I went watch Vaughn play the other year and it had Vaughn, Moylan. And they'll have your under-20s. You, you know. could have three games. You could have under-20s, you could have your residence, you could have state of origin. And three game, well, that standalone game, weekend. That game we're speaking of, like I said the other year, I watched Vaughn, Moylan, and there was a couple of Queensland boys as well in that residence game, yeah. all those guys that were coming through. So, yeah, it is a good yeah, idea. The, the only other question I had was, should rep football uh, progress. So should it go city, country, state of origin, international? Well, I used to like how we did it when they backed flows. up. I, don't, I know they need the rest, but I always kind of felt better with it when it was just on during the rounds. And if they backed up, they backed up. I know it's probably a bit more dinosaurs and the Players Association, everything's in there now, but I like the way it worked before. I thought they backed up and they were a bit tougher about it. Yeah. I think now it's easier for everyone to kind of pull out because they pull a standalone week. The clubs are getting their ear and say, oh, we've got two weeks here, we'd rather you do this. And they think about it and go, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Any other questions? Yeah, I got two. Uh, pretty much New South Wales back there again. Five eight. Uh, well, Maloney, if, we're saying Maloney's out. If Maloney's gone, who you got? Carney's gone. Yep, he's gone. So who we got to pick from? We got Mullen. Well, I'm on Sutton. Sutton. I think physically we we got pounded there last year. I don't think Carney can't really defend that spot. Reynolds would try hard, but I still think uh, physically and as far as playing straight's concerned... Well, it depends who you're going to play with him. So we're, we're saying Mitchell Pearce is Mitchell the seven. Mitchell Pearce is the seven. Okay, well, I'm probably going to say... I don't know whether you could pick Sutton just because I don't know where the points are going to come from if Sutton's playing and Pearce is playing. Because Pearce, he struggles to put guys over. Mm. Um, I'd pick Reynolds, but I'd pick Reynolds on the bench. I'd have him... Uh, but Daly's got to use him as well. I, yeah, well, know, that's the other well, issue. You know, I mean, last year, I, was my, my argument one. was, well, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna pick him, you got to use him, and, well, and he didn't, which was just a rookie error. That's my last question. I was going to say, if you were to pick a utility, and I'm just going to throw it out there, Wade Graham. Why can't Wade Graham have that spot? Yeah, he's physical. He plays back row. He plays thirteen. He's been a six. He can play in the halves, and he's got the ball skill to play at nine. Yeah, he's the perfect bloke because when you pick him on the bench, technically he's like the Cordner was last year when they picked a full forward bench. Yeah, he is a forward. He's a great player on the edge, but you can also if things hit the fan like Luke Lewis. But I, I, I almost think that you. We have to have, you know, say Reynolds, 
Sutton, Pierce, Farrah, all on the field at the same time to beat Queensland. We just need some That's variation I mean. in attack. You just got to get your best players on the field. For I look at possible. Sutton compared to all the options at six. Not only can he defend himself, but he's a better running option. Yeah, a, I think a, he's... a good coach that once told me, and it was it's something that I've taken into my coaching that. You just pick, you pick your best players. Just get your best players. So whoever the best 13 players are for New South Wales, pick them in the squad yeah, and then just good. formulate them. Well, into we do it for Australia all the time. We yeah. usually squeeze in three fullbacks, Boyd, you know, Inglis. We squeeze all of them in the side, just put them wherever they can fit. Exactly. Hayne was in there at the grand. We had four fullbacks yeah. at uh, you know, Old Trafford for the, the final. Exactly. We just squeeze them all in there. And look at all the good first graders that come in. Uh, you know, that end up on the wing. Half of them you wouldn't know, but to fill all these guys with junior fullbacks or centres, they weren't wingers. Yeah. Those players move into those spots because they're good enough to Or they just want to play first grade, so they'll play anywhere. Exactly. Well, that wraps up the Fast Five, and uh, now we're going to move on to having MG on the show. We're just going to have a chat uh, about the comp after eight rounds, talk about the rep fixtures coming up, the city country, Australia versus New Zealand, uh, you know, what teams have been good, bad, best, worst players, all those kind of things. We're not going to do reviews this week. Obviously, there's no games uh, coming up next week, so there's not much of a use looking too far into that. But uh, we'll just sum up the comp after uh, it's a quarter of the way through. So welcome oh, on a now. A third of the way through, buddy. A third of the way through. What did I say? A quarter? Yeah. Oh, I'm on fire. Uh, hello. Mathematics, that's why I dropped it. Exactly. But, uh, yep, we're going to get on the big man right now. And we welcome back the Wild Panther, MG. How you going, brother? Hi, boys. Long time no speak. You, uh, is that the hint? You're trying to brush me or something? What's going on? <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate. Uh, trying to pull the brush. Good, good night, Myers. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, hey, boys. You're in fine form. I uh, want all the listeners to know that uh, Big Brock and Lewis uh, come over with a few other boys for a barbecue and a bit of a boys' night. And uh, let's just say the boys are very well behaved. Yeah. I had a fair bet on uh, Parramatta that night, so... Yeah. That's correct. He was, correct. He was closet betting. He was disappearing yeah, yeah. into dark rooms and betting and then re-emerging. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, that what he was doing in the dark room? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't doing yeah. anything else. He was closet betting. He wanted to hide the shame. He got shame. Take me shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing with that, baby. Oh, oh. Mate. Well, we've uh, hit the first quarter of the season. We're eight rounds first in. Third, uh, right. First quarter, third, whatever. Cross. I don't care. Mathematics wasn't my strong point. Let's just leave that out as it is. But um, the rep rounds come up, kind of put a halt to it, and uh, I think we're all over the rep round. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I watched. Um, I watched Paul Kent's comments uh, on this last night on Fox Sports News, um, and I must say, it did resonate a bit with me. You know, the competition started off pretty slowly. Um, and just it seemed the, the, the one minute we uh, started to gather momentum, there was a big uh, halt to the season. Um, some of the footy we've seen the last month has been breathtaking, and uh, some of the individual efforts have been likewise. And yeah, uh, it, does. it feels like we're pausing. Uh, you know, you're watching a good movie, and someone says, "Oh, can we pause this? Because I've got to go and uh, do something down the road." And it just takes away all the impact. Yeah, I'm sure plenty of people would agree that uh, you know it does take away a little bit of the sting to the competition when this rep round comes around and the comp is just starting to take a little bit of shape, but it's something that needs to be looked at. But uh, in saying that, there's still some football on, and um, I'm sure you'll be down at Sporting Bet. I'm going to go down and have a look, and uh, in particular, I've got an interest uh, in the under-20s game. I well, know I'll be there on Saturday to watch um, all, the, all the games there at uh, Sporting Bet Stadium. So if you're in the area, pop in, because I think you're going to see some great footy, under-20s included. Yeah, I was pretty interested to go down and watch that game. Big fan of the juniors, but uh, Luke Brooks and Johnstone pulled out now. I'm pretty disappointed, at, <coughs> pardon me, that it's yeah, got down to even yeah. the 20s. Like uh, The city country, no surprise, and 
the international game a bit disappointed, but the under twenties now even doing yeah, the same thing. As I said before, there's no incentive for the clubs to put their players in and risk them. Absolutely that's no right. incentive at all. But, and that's that's what, well, I suppose exactly what the argument that, that why we started this conversation off is. It's still relevant. Um, you know, you've got to look at the draw. You've got to look at the players pulling out. You, you'd you'd imagine that, and let's just say allegedly that if. There's a comp game this weekend. Um, you wouldn't see so many injuries um, no. from, no, the, from right. the no In fact, if, if there was, so the few turns out to forfeit because they wouldn't have many players. So, yeah, um, and, and what you said, Brock, is very fair. The, the clubs um, don't get compensated if their player gets injured in it. But, but you know, I suppose that's one of the biggest risks: losing a big player in a game that, well, in most people's eyes, doesn't mean much. Um, let's let's face facts: the, the city country game at Dubbo on Sunday, while it's great. For the Dubbo, Dubbo area, um, it's great for the you know Freddie and Trent Barrett to coach these teams uh, for experience, and it's great to get a rep jumper. But you, you go outside of that peripheral of uh, you know Dubbo and then players and coaches, and uh, it doesn't really mean that much. And and I think because we did down know that it really isn't a selection trial for for Origin. Maybe one or two positions, yeah. But why risk so many players in a game when? Queensland don't do it any, uh, don't do it at all. It's one extra game we play as a, as a state that you know even if it's one injury, it's one player. But, well, it's it's you know irrelevant. And I really think that what, there's two things they can do to, to fix it up. Um, you can make it number twenty three city country mm. kids who are in first grade but they're too old for the twenties. They probably haven't played much first grade themselves. Like this Michael Leaker and like um, yeah Paul Paul Carter in the Titans. These type of hungry kids who are on the peripheral of uh, left footy anyway, but get them a, get them a shot at uh, city country and watch the passion then come yeah, out. And, this and, is... and you know what? They keep saying what about the poor bush. Well, again, there were the Cots Harbour a couple of years ago or last year, whatever it was. You drive into the town, you wouldn't have known that, that uh, there was a game on the city country. It wasn't publicised. Wasn't and I don't think the ratings would be good. Yeah, and the NRL flogged the ticket prices as well. So if no, they wanted and, to go out there, they should pretty you know, much open it, the gates. Hundred percent. If we're thinking about the country rugby league, this is what we do. Every pl- every club, sixteen clubs, every club has to play one yep. game of their home games in the country. Like, I was just about to say exactly the same thing. That's what Penrith they're doing. Penrith, yeah, Penrith are doing it. Uh, Bathurst later in the year. Um, yep. I don't know who they're playing, but there's sixteen games the country gets a year, yep. not just one one little friggin' you know, plonk it out there and let's have fun for a couple of days and yeah. It's just well, I know, I know Parramatta have taken games out to... They had one at Mudgee last year. Um, there's a few clubs doing it. I know Bulldogs take that game to Rockhampton. Yep, yeah, there's a, few, there's a few there that do it, but, um, you know, I just don't, I don't understand why it's still relevant. I mean, it was, probably wasn't relevant 10 years ago, let alone now. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think you're right. I, I, I think it was the nostalgia of an MG, why they kept yeah. it. It's the nostalgia of it. They thought, oh, we, you know, we can't get rid of it. It's, it's you know, feeling sorry yeah. for the country, people of the country, but... The, the, the diehard fans in the country, they, they make... Well, maybe not they make the decision to live out there, but a lot of them do travel in. Like, if they're passionate, they, they'd much rather go in and support their team, not not just have some token game with players who probably don't want to be there playing it. You know, I, I think it's taken the mickey out of the people from the country. Yeah, um, I think if, look, if the game wants to be um, proactive, and look, let's face facts, that, you know, probably 50% of our players... Um, they're playing first grade up in the country. Um, you know, it's just the fact that we've got to look after them. And I agree with you. It's a token game, and the country people who are diehards will go, well, what, just a, you know, a one game in double, and that's it for the yeah. year? Like, let's be fair income. Let's let's make every team play. And if, you know, some teams, 
some uh, areas haven't got infrastructure of big side screens and all that kind of jazz. Who cares? Yeah. It'd be, be good to go back for a day and just say this is how good it was once upon a time. That's, yeah. You know, there's so many bells and whistles and, and um, rules and regulations these days with the game. It's, sometimes you get confused whether we're watching a game of rugby league or a game of gridiron. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think... Um it also needs to be, they all need to be played over two. So a country carnival for two rounds. So the eight teams eight teams take one game all together to the country yeah. for one week. And then yeah. eight teams maybe, you know, six or eight weeks later, take their the other eight teams out mm. and they run their country carnival. I, you know, I just don't see... Yeah, well, just why that can't happen. Designate all the teams of a specific area. They should affiliate themselves with a That's certain, right. like the group country. You know, the, the countries have got the groups. Associate yep. yourself with a group. That's your area you're going to play your gaming. Yeah, and then that's how you're going to go out there. No one, no one's going to go there supporting. No one's going to go there and buy a country jersey. No. Put it that way. You know, no, if, they, if it was no, no. if it was Parramatta that was going there every year, or or the Bulldogs yeah, or Penrith, yeah. that's when people and start supporting that area. Team, yeah. So. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. I, yeah. I, I just, you know, I, and, I, and I think the players have basically spoken with their actions. You know, they, yeah. they, 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 they pull out of them. They, if they've got the slightest bump on their arm, uh, uh, I can't play. And, well, uh, who's playing their bills? And I can't blame no. them. I can't blame them. Exactly. Who's you know, playing I, the I, I played back in the day when that, you had played. We played city country around the Anzac Day weekend, like maybe a little bit before, or a little bit after. And then the best team, the best players out of the city country. Uh, game we made the New South Wales side, yep. and then we had the three games of New South Wales versus Queensland over June and July, and then the best the best players out of the uh, the, the Origin from the New South Wales and Queensland. Well, you played the Kiwis in a three game series at the end of the year. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's just it's just it's. I, I don't know why we've gotten away from making you can make city country relevant again. You really can. Yeah, and cool. even I'm against even I'm against it because I think it's as I said earlier. It's a game that we play that Queensland don't have to. We need every help we can get yeah. these, these, these days. So why would we play a game that's, that risks any player who could play yeah. in the Origin let's, Series? Uh, let's put all our, our possible players together and see if we can't injure them. Yeah. Like, well, you know, there's, 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 you'll get people who, are, who love the game saying, well, you know, that's a bit harsh because, you know, what about them kids? Who, I'm, 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 we said that earlier. I said that earlier. I don't, the, the kids who get the jerseys for the first time, great. Yeah, the, the, the assistant coach who gets pulled up from SJ Ball or from under twenties, great. But outside of them, twenty people in that squad, and on yeah. each squad that's forty people, then maybe five thousand in the game. I don't really think many other people are getting in raptures over the city country. No, no, no. and you're hundred percent right. Like uh, Vaughan, made it. I'm absolutely stoked for him. But at the same time, if on the Raiders and. He's coming up, uh, you know, as a decent prospect, and he comes off contract next year. If you got a severe injury, right now, you'd be devastated. Yeah. Well, that's it. You know, that's that's another. That's the other predicament. You know, that's that's a good way of putting it. I, I think the, uh, you know, when you there is a different mindset when you're playing a game that you know some deep down, you get up to the first go games pretty easily. Um, when you're going out to a, a foreign area. And you know that you probably no chance of making origin, even if you get me out of the match because the first team's already picked. Yeah, Ryan there's a, mindset, there's, a, there's a mindset that creates injuries. Yeah, because <laughs> so, you're not going at 100 mile an hour. Yeah, yeah you're not, That's mate. Right. You're not. And you, you really aren't. It's you know what these blokes. Oh, you, you would never say they're not going to give 100 percent on the weekend, mm. but it's more like the. It's, well, they could prove us wrong, but it's more like the all stars in the NBA. You know, they yeah. throw the ball around a yeah. lot. Rock up for a bit, chuck it around. It's not a structured game that we see week to week. But 
Um, yeah, that's, I suppose, you know, we're going to stop us watching it. Um, I'll be watching it on Sunday, and, you know, um, you know, I still think that there's other things we can do. And I, I, I think both you boys have hit the nail on the head when you say that, you know, Brock will do eight, eight, game, eight teams go out there. Yeah, so be it. You know, I, whatever they want to do. Yeah. Over two rounds. Just to allocate two rounds as country. Yeah, well, it's, the, it's better than the current uh, situation anyway. Yeah, well, I suppose leaving that behind, uh, we know plenty of players have pulled out, especially for country. There's already been four, but realistically, let's look at the Origin team. They need to fill a wing spot, and probably the six. You'd think that they're going to put Jared Hayne in the centres and Dugan at the back. So if you're going to pick a six tomorrow and a winger on the opposite side from Brett Morris, who do you pick for those two holes? Man, I'm going to go... I really think they're going to go John Sutton at 5'8". Well, that, that's who I'd be picking, to be honest. If Todd Carney is not an option and uh, obviously Maloney's injured and you told me it was out of Mullen, him and Reynolds, I'm going with a bigger body. Yeah, I think I think, I think they will. I, I, something tells me that they're, they're looking closely at him and I, I look, I, you'd have to say for the other, oh man, it's, it's, I think if you're going to let's look at the outsider, it's probably Pat Richards would be an outsider. Mm. I love um, George Defoe. I absolutely love George Defoe. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not that concerned about the outside men, I think it's more about. I think we've got it's our pigs controlling their pigs, and then and then Thurston and uh, yeah. Cronk and Slater off, and Ingles off the break. That's, yeah, that's where we've got to you know we've got to be at our best because once they you know their forwards our forwards cancel each other out. The, uh, Queensland. Well, you you look at the six spot though, in particular, and in the halves. Maloney last year targeted Todd Carney the year before. Missed seven tackles. I think we've just been targeted so hard, in particular on that spot, that John Sutton's yeah. not a bloke that Greg Inglis is going to run over or Friday is going to run over. I've got an opinion on this, MJ. He wouldn't miss one. I reckon we make it too easy for them to target our key players. So we pick Maloney and Pierce or whatever, put them in the front line and say, there you go, just target yeah. our blokes. I, I, I would suggest that if you picked, you pick Dugan at one, you pick Hayne um, at centre. Uh, you yep. pick Jennings, you've got star power there. You then pick whoever you pick in the halves, doesn't matter if it's Reynolds or um, it's not Reynolds, well, Reynolds, Sutton, you know, Pierce, whoever yep. it is, doesn't matter. But I'd then I'd pick Reynolds, uh, Josh Reynolds on the bench if you're not going to go yep. with him in the starting side and just load your, play, load your team up with attacking weapons. Yeah, yeah. Because when, you know, every year we come, you know, game three, we get beat 12 10. You know, you'd yep. much rather you'd much rather get beat twenty four twenty. You know what I mean? You'd rather, Just, you'd rather die wondering, not you know. That's what. Yeah, that's our problem. Sure. I think we we play right into their hands because Queensland. No, you know what? New South Wales score a try or two. That's all right because they don't have any more points in them. You know, we're making yeah. it really easy for them to chase. And if you look at Melbourne at the moment, and you know they've obviously got three of the players there that are going to be key linchpins in the Queensland side. They are struggling to chase points. Well, they so can't chase points. 100%. Yeah, someone who'd be an unbelievable asset to come off the bench in origin would be someone like a Alvin Kelly or, you know, yeah. just a... I know, Louis big on that bandwagon. I, love, I thought that when they were talking about just the halves starting in general, I love Alvin Kelly. He's a game-breaker. Uh, why no, why no, are we restricting him? I think he's got that, he's got that X factor about him. That, and um, you need that in big cliffy, games. A bit of cliffy lines game. about him, isn't and it? And I hate it. You've, they're all saying, oh, you've got to be structured, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Why? Just let him play football. He's a great football bit player. Of, uh, he breaks yeah, games yeah, open. Preston he, Campbell or he, he's cliffy lines. Yeah, he's like, a, he's, he's like a bigger version of Presto. Presto was obviously diminutive, but... Albert Kelly's got he's a lot taller in real life uh, than he looks he's a, he'd be close to six foot and he'd be, he'd be probably close to 
you know, 90 kilos. So yeah. he's a pretty big lad. And he doesn't lack effort as far as defence either. I've seen him try to absolutely whack some blokes. He, you know, he doesn't hold back in that regard. No. So I must say, but boys, if you're going to pick it on absolute form. Yeah. If you look down now and you say, OK, let's have, let's have a look at who the best teams are. Um, you know, mainly the dogs, thus far, have probably been the two who have risen above the pack and say, OK, these two are going to be hard to beat again. Um, and you've got to say that Tafu has been in an unbelievable form. You've got to say that Josh Reynolds has probably lifted his team alone yeah. um, with passion and enthusiasm to where they are. Like, he's... But they get a really bad bit of turbulence halfway through this year and I thought well, well this is looking a bit rocky here but mm. Josh Reynolds took it upon himself to get his team back into the competition and he's, he's elder players he's forwards he's outside bats and said you know what there's our leader let's follow him and that's an origin player yeah yeah. 100%. I think, we're I think he's matured so much this year I think he's matured again this year he's, he's I think he's only 19 or 20 when he came into first grade and, and well, mate, I was me putting a little bit of pressure on him back in when he was only a young bloke saying he's he should play Origin back then. Maybe didn't help him. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I, he's, he's ready now. He's re- he really is. He's, he's as they say, he's, he's ripe for picking. You know, he's just he's just ready to get get amongst them and just do his thing. Yeah. Give him a chance at least. Yeah, yeah you know. got to. I think you got him, mate. I yeah. think you got. To be, you know, don't let him sit on the bench for seventy minutes and go and say go and do something like either starting at five eight and say unleash. Yeah. And we'll give him. We'll see how you go. For two and three, but this time we're giving you, you know, full total autonomy to do what you want to do, play off the top of your head, and yeah. and, and let him start. It'd be, it's a lot different. You yeah, know, well, he, he would be sitting there crapping himself all the games, watching from the bench, going, "Is it now? Is it now?" And yeah, you're, exactly. It's mentally gone. Yeah, and this is what I said to Brock before. If they're going to do that again, you're going to pick somebody for somewhat a utility spot, I'd have to pick Sutton or a Wade Graham, somebody that can genuinely play back row or 13, yeah, go on and I'm contribute, but then can play you, 6, 7, yeah. 9, you know? That's I, the kind of play. I would do that. Yeah, I'd do Reynolds. And so let's say Reynolds and Pierce in the halves. Yeah, you've got to have someone like a, a definitely Wade Graham or a... Yeah, John Sutton. Um, and that goes with your if I was picking, let's pick some fresh, you know, fresh meat. Let's, yeah. let's pick some. You know, let's do something different. Exactly. And I suppose moving on from that, we don't really need to probably touch on the Australian-New Zealand game very much. Australia pretty much the, the same players from the World Cup, minus Papalian Fafita on form. Gillette obviously gets a debut jersey with Thayday out. Morris comes in, but New Zealand. Uh, Hiku, Henry, Harris, Havili, John, Tapia, Bromwich. Uh, Harris has played one game, so six potential debutantes. But I think it says one thing about their depth when Saliva Havili has only played two first-grade games and Isaac John... Uh, a handful are potentially going to be there six and nine. Mm. I know Matty Johns was pretty uh, vocal about this on the grill team a couple of days ago when mm. the test teams were picked. He said that what's happened to New Zealand, you know, uh, three or four years ago, they were the powerhouse of the league and their under-20s were unbeatable. They were, everyone was screaming, quick, give New Zealand another team, you know. Um, but having blokes from <coughs> rugby union go across and knock on the doors of the... Yeah. The Warriors often say Conrad Horrell is one of them who said, I'll oh, pick me, I want to play league. And mm. um, what's happened? They, there was one stage there where they seemed to unearth a star every every second week. Yeah. But now, it's, got to, I mean, it's like it's it starts at the top. Um, you've, you know, you've got to have a look at who's running the, the show and who's obviously they've got owners, um, but you really can't blame the owners because I suppose at the end of the day, they're not running the the footy club, you know, you've got to yeah. look at the CEO, you've got to look at the coaching staff and, and think, boys, we've got such an abundance of talent to pick from from our country, 
but we're not we're not producing deadly squat, and we pick a team that's got six debutants in it. It's yeah. either it's either a thumb you at the the you know the the hierarchy, which I don't think is, or uh, indeed what they, what Stephen Kearney is saying to look for the World Cup in what is it two thousand and sixteen? Seventeen. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, I mean. I, I, look, you know, unfortunately, we don't play enough Test match footy. Again, for this to make any, to, this to, to count as anything significant to watch, it's uh, another. Yeah. It's very similar to the city country, but a lot more watch, watchable than that. Um, the positives are we're, you're watching the best uh, Australian team that's ever played the game. That's that combination you're watching there. You'll never see again. Yeah. Um, with Inglis in, in a centre for Billy Slater at fullback. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, you have to go back to Langlands and. and uh, Fulton and Gaznia days to even get close to that era. Yeah, well, we spoke about it before the World Cup final at Old Trafford. We had four fullbacks in our backline for Christ's sake. We had, you know, we just go, well, guess what? We'll put Hayne, Boyd, uh, Inglis, Billy Slater. It doesn't matter. We don't need wingers and centres. We'll just put four fullbacks in there. Well, Brock's the coach of us all. As you would know, you pick the best players and just find a spot for them, don't you? And they do the job, simple as that. Quality doesn't lie, yeah. you know. When they get on the field, it just shows full stop. It doesn't matter where you put them. Well, I thought he'd lost the plot when he said he was going to play Tohu Harris at six. Mm. I've got to be honest. Oh, yeah. mate, did he? Yeah, yeah. He's got, he was talking about it. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. That, that is radical. I mean, yeah. Tohu Harris is uh, the last bloke who I put there. Uh, he's a great player. Henry's playing, Henry's playing hookup. But I suppose, you know what? Isaac John's been playing okay for... I thought he was pretty unlucky not to be in the first grade squad for Penrith. He had a bit of sp- had a bit of spark, you know. And yeah. um, he'll, he'll look. I, I, in all honesty, I, I haven't heard one good word said about the Kiwi Test team, and I, I think in, in a little way it's a little bit disrespectful. You know, they picked their team. Um, Stephen Kearney's no mug. He's a, he's a bloke mm. of. He, he mightn't be the best coach in the world, but he, he doesn't want to embarrass anybody, no. including himself. Well, so he's picked, a, he's picked a team that he said, well, you know what, this team's going to get us somewhere eventually. Let's, we want to start now against the best in the world. My question would be, though, is he going to pick this same squad for the Four Nations at the end of the year? Well, he has to. I don't think he will. I think, yeah, you, you, you'll see where the Hargraves in a couple of days. the Hargraves and the Kenny Dows and um, the Paul New uh now, he, he shouldn't pick them again at the end of the year because... That's just ridiculous. Well, you know what's going to happen. If you're going for youth and solely youth, well, you keep persevering with the team he's got. Yeah, yeah well, he's It'll got... Be interesting to see what happens. Thorin, right? Luke, Lulawai, Taylor, uh, Ray Hargroves, Frank yeah, Paul. Yeah, will, will be back. That's, you know... Yeah, so will Luke. Mate, who knows about the other guys? It's, it's, it's up in the end, yeah, and it's... Or is he just going to use this... Is he just going to use this game as a trial every year? Well, yeah, well... Well, I suppose, again, um... It kind of is, isn't it? Really, yeah. it's it's what, what's the winner get? Yeah, well, I'm just surprised, you know. I mean, really... like and don't get me wrong, mate. I've, I've worn that green gold jersey, and, and as a player, again, it's it's more emotional than putting the Origin jersey on because the Origin jersey is more scary because you know how hard the footy's going to be. But yeah. mm. the Test jersey, it's it's different, you know. You, you you've got your coat of arms over your chest, so yeah. Um, and then, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
but you know, playing in front of the home crowd is, is, is special. So, you know, again, you can't take anything away from the players, but it does. Yeah. It's, it just seems to be what we said we started talking on the podcast about that the season went, was going really, really slowly. We had we we, we weren't au okay on all the um, all the new rules and. And you know what? There's been a turning point. I don't think many people have, have caught on to when it was. And unfortunately, it was the, the, the tackle on uh, Young McKinnon. That's kind of the leagues that were since that league after that is the players have kind of thought, you know what? We're, we're so lucky to be playing this game. Mm, yeah. And as one, as one, they've sent a message with their with their footy ability. And and seeing him there the other night, my goodness, at the uh, New, Newcastle Knights and the Bulldogs game um, yeah. at ANZ Stadium, that was. Quite possibly one of the better things I've ever seen. You know, just a, a month ago, the prognosis was dire, um, and here he is, only four weeks on, sitting in his wheelchair. And you can only imagine where this this determined young kid is going to be in twelve months. He's yeah. just he's, he's something special out of the box. Hundred percent. Well, mate, uh, eight rounds are gone. We've hit this break, and I suppose uh, you know it, it has been fairly surprising early on to see teams like the Tigers and the Eels uh, do fairly well. Uh, the Titans as well, the Broncos, they, they, all these sides are in the top eight. The oh, Storm. The what about the Titans? Oh, man. <laughs> They're on fire at the moment. How, how, mate, how are they winning games? Everyone, that's, the, <laughs> that's the biggest puzzle. Mate, they're just winning it with grit. That's yeah. one word, grit. And, I've sort of death rode them for eight weeks and they've yeah. only lost two games. I've just been waiting for them to fall over. But, um, well, so I, I think, I think yeah. the only thing where Johnny Cartwright's lucky is the fact that a kid like Paul Carter's come along. Yeah, well, Penrith tried really hard to get him out He was just giving, he's like his dad was, uh, Steve Carter. Very um, unorthodox footy player, Stevie Carter. Um, aggressive. But, but not one other person would you want in your team besides him. Yeah. He was very aggressive. And Paulie Carter is no different. They play in different positions. And after a 5'8", Steve Carter, he was, he was one of the toughest kids I've ever played with. Um, and, you yeah, know, so I think Carty, with that relationship with Steve Carter, obviously, back in the 90s, to see, it's the, the irony of it's unbelievable to see now Cardi coaching Steve Carter's son yeah. is, is a sight to sort of, I love it. It takes me right back to our playing days. And, um, yeah, I think he's been an unbelievable addition. And, and Caesar this year has, has been absolutely you know, killing it. I, I, just, I, I just think that, you know, the Titans, for me, I love watching them play. It's not enterprise, it's not no. flamboyant. Grind. But when you play him, you know, like Nate Miles, I don't think he's a tough, tougher player than Nate Miles in the game, really. Yeah, well, unbelievable. Great yeah. forward pack, solid halves. Falloon's taken two hands to that nine spot without trauma. Mead's taken to a duck underwater, you know, at fullback. Dave yeah. Taylor's loving playing out the centres. He's finally, you know, his little man inside's getting what he wants. He's playing out water. Um, I suppose the Tigers are another team, and the Eels, the Eels are four and four. You know, they've fallen back uh, a few pegs last couple of weeks, but a pack of no-names coming together and just, I uh, suppose, giving it to opposition teams and just a deadly back line. They're two centres in Hopawade and Tonga finding better form. They've been really deadly at moving the football since Sandow's come back in and uh, Haynes, uh, you know, Haynes flourished. I think the real test for Parramatta is going to be the next eight games. Yeah. They've, oh, sort of, yeah. they've had those good performances and the, the fans are back. And Pizza's under an injury cloud. This is where couple. it starts to get cold. You know, footy starts to get tough this time of the year and um, you know, it's going to get into Origin. And the injuries uh, have come. They've got to win some games during Origin. I mean, mm. they're going to lose Hayne, but they're going to accumulate some points and, and see if once the weather heats up, they can't uh, be around the, uh, around the mark come finals time. But I'm really interested to see what they do for the next eight weeks mm. or the next oh, eight games. Definitely, most definitely. I think that, that applies to teams 
um, what the Tigers and the Dragons, who, um, again, the three teams that most said pre-season that they'll be down the bottom of the competition. And, mm. If Parramatta uh, can go 4-4 four and four yeah. through the next yeah, eight right. games, they're going to be yeah, right in the hunt. I've loved the way. It's, it's kind of... Tigers and Tigers are playing a lot like the Titans are. They're kind of a mirror image of each other. Yeah. Um, where the Dragons are surprised somewhat. I think they, they really need a, a half, another half maybe. Yeah. I think Whip could be more of a... He could do more out of dummy half as some scooting dummy half to come on for Mitch Rain because ever since Cameron King went up to North Queensland, um, that void hasn't been filled. And so Mitch Rain is playing a lot more game and, and consequently it's it's going to burn him out quicker. Yeah. It's easy to shut so, the Dragons down because, as you said, they've only got the one half. Yeah, and they did yeah, have... that's right. And, um, you know, I thought Benji Marshall would be perfect for the Dragons yeah. as a halfback. Why well, not Lewis um, that, actually? Him, him and Winnip would have been fantastic together, but... Uh, but the, the, the word I'm hearing is that uh, Benji could be headed to the Bulldogs. Wow. Ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, what's your space, I suppose? You know, I suppose every man and their dog who's listening to this podcast has got a, a rumour about where Benji's going. Yeah. Uh, well, the Sharks is a done deal, but I, I don't know. I I'll throw it out there right now. If he's going to the Bulldogs, he's definitely not going as a half. He'd be going as a fullback. Yeah, I they'd, think they'd, so. be, they'd be plugging him in at the back there, thinking we can get enough out of him in attack. Uh, to kind of get that link play that we're not getting out of Sam Parrott, I think that'd be the uh, you know. Well, Sam Parrott, yeah, he's a he's a, he's a great winger. He's one of the world's best wingers. He is exactly yeah. right. And he, he, you know, you know so if you could get someone like Benji Dogs at fullback, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Wow. Because I'm concerned. Um, Reynolds have been going gangbusters, probably the form halves in the competition. Yeah, it's just um, that last bit of the puzzle. I think they're missing is just that link yeah, play at the back. Yeah. The, the Ben Barber esque player, I like Benji yeah. could be. Exactly, and I think it'd be a bit easier on his legs, not so much the run inside, but just be able to mm. give him that bit. But uh, dogs oh, are manly. Man, I'm excited, boys, now. When are you going to go home? Mate, dogs are manly, I suppose, uh, haven't surprised us. The Tigers, Eels, Dragons have. But uh, teams like the Storm, the Cowboys, and the Warriors just absolutely battling. And these are teams we all thought would have been perennial top eight runners. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to make a move. I can see them coming better. The Storm, they're in front of their knees, I think, but... Um, especially around Origin time, where they usually used to fluke one or two there, I don't think they'll win anything around that time, um, even with a big, uh, heavy con- Kiwi contingent. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's a, some of these teams are the Warriors, just, uh, uh, you know, they're just like a, a, a boat without a rudder sometimes. Sometimes you look at them and go, well, you could do so much with that team. Yeah. And then other times you go, I wouldn't want that team. Yeah, wouldn't want it as your first coaching job, that's for sure. Well, you know, McSaden's doing a good job, I think. It's just, uh, you know, it'd be hard for any uh, job to go in, let alone the bloody Warriors, um, yeah. who you don't know what you're going to get, like, a, you know, each week. So, But look, I, I'd love to see... The, the Warriors, when they're flying, the, the, the game seems to be flying. You know, it's an odd saying from... You know, the dra- uh, with the Rabbitohs from way back, when they're going good, the comp or with the Tigers are going good, but I really believe that when the Warriors are playing well, that the brand of footy seems to go up a notch. So, and that all rests in Fleddy Matteo's hands. You know, when he when he knuckles down and says, you know, this, I want to make this year my year, well, they could do anything. Yeah, 100%. And I suppose the Roosters and the Bunnies don't really concern me. I think they'll be fine, but I'm going to throw it out there as a Storm supporter. I'm literally concerned about making the eight at this point in time. I am really worried about making I the eight. Be, I would be too. I would be. Um, not only is father time catching up to the two, your two best players, because you are a Storm supporter, Lewis, I know that. Um, not only is father time catching up to Billy and Cameron, but um, 
Yeah, Cooper Cronk's probably feeling a bit of pressure from Cherry Evans that he's never experienced before. Cherry Evans has gone to another level. Um, so Cooper Cronk's going to dig into his bag of tricks and find something. Yeah. As far as more so. And then that will take a lot out of him come um, you know, the comp games after the Origins over. But they're missing, they're missing with it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the man they're missing most in that team. And I didn't realise, and you know, I'll put my hand up here, I didn't realise he was yeah, such a yeah. of, that, of, that, of that team. No. And you watched them the first eight rounds. I said this yesterday, that we need him, well, we need someone on the left because Cronk, is playing exclusively on the right. They're trying to groom Hampton, but 80% of the ball is going down that right-hand side, and it's very predictable, and it's very easy yeah. to shut down. This, to me, Agreed. smells like a uh, origin swan song for Slater and uh, probably probably not Cronk, but I doubt I Smith. Maybe, maybe Smith. I don't know. I don't think Smith's When do they, they pull the trigger? And, uh, it's not until they lose will they change. I mean, that's... Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, how good, that's how good stuff was again. We've got to hope they get old mm. <laughs> before we win. Milford, Friend, McCulloch, Cherry Evans, they're already on oh. There's a million of them. It's, oh, it's yeah, I, I suppose I the only other two we've got to speak of are uh, dwelling down the bottom. Sharks and Knights, both finalists last year. You'd have to think things aren't going to get much better. The Sharks are going to cop it at origin time, and they're already struggling for wins. You know, Lewis, uh, injury prone. We don't know if he's going to play origin, but he's going to take some time. For feeder, Gallon, these kind of blokes are going to be taken away. So I, I can't see them doing too much. And Newcastle, I, I think same deal. Father time, they, they look a step slower this year and they're just lacking a little bit of punch. Yeah, I think the thing that was their strength last year was their forward pack. And that, mm. again, what you just say, that, that, that forward pack's got a year older. They need a hooker. They need a hooker. Kurt Gidley yeah, come I, out. Mate, and, I couldn't yeah. agree more. I, you know what? I could not agree more. I was watching um, Gidley the other night in there and I'm thinking, man, he's yeah. so wasted from Newcastle playing hooker. Yep. He's the only attacking brilliance they've got, really, at the half or five eight or fullback. Um, but what do you do? I mean, Mate, they need to bite like, the bullet and let that young Clydesdale play because a few times he's come on, he's a lot sharper, he's got fresh legs, he gets out of dummy half. If he's the next Badiris and they gave him that four year deal, you need to give him the game time. Otherwise, you're not going to find well, out. Nothing to lose, have they? You know, nothing. And you know, since. Last year they made they made that run of the semis and they took that took out the storm and mm. you, you wondered about this season 2014 um, after going through such a hectic t- uh, campaign last year that was probably overachieved I, I would say by most but mate, whenever they got that bloke in charge um, called W Bennett um, I would never discount him yeah no. most definitely well I suppose to wrap things up mate uh, any predictions going forward any bold predictions after the eight rounds once the the rep rounds gone and we get back into the comp what what do you see happening. Well, well, I know um, in pre-season we had a chat and um, I had I, I wanted Warriors to do big things and I predicted they would do big things. Uh, in particular, Sam Tompkins. I, I, I think he's starting to make a run. There's, a couple of, there's been a few things I've watched of him of late that, that, that suggest to me that he's, he's found his footing. And, and the, the colder and wetter it gets over yep. here and in New Zealand, the better he'll be. He's a type of player who is gangly and... Watching him play in conditions in England, where most speedsters were tied down by the mud, he seems to glide across it. Mm. Um, and, and the dewy conditions, he's he's really suited to, to wet weather footy. Yeah. Um, when it's hard as rock and dry footy, it kind of brings him back to the field a bit. Yeah. Um, look, I, I still think you know the dogs. You mentioned the roosters. I think the roosters are coming. They're coming again. Yeah. Roosters and rabbitos are, are probably similar to me. And I think Manly. And the Bulldogs are very similar. Yeah. They're probably the, they're going to finish top four. If, if I had to pick a boulder outside of them, um, well, Penrith at the moment aren't as consistent as they'd like to be. Win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Um, if they can get on a bit of a run and 
No, don't, not because I'm uh, ex-player no one ticket holder, but they had definitely got a team to you oh, know, rough some feathers. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but I, I love what Parramatta are doing this year. I, yeah. I just the bit of a hiccup, you know, the other night in, in North Queensland. But I just like their coach. I just like Haynes' attitude, and when Haynes' attitude's on, Parramatta are on. So um, I think they might be a, a dark horse for the eight. Mm, very good, Brock. Have you got anything thoughts going forward? Uh, Any bold predictions, anything? No, not really. I, I think things will play, uh, stay as is. I think the Cowboys will make a run, and I think Penrith will make a run. Mm. Uh, I think the bottom of the eight has almost formed itself already. I think the bottom four are going to find it hard to, to get mm. out of there. Uh, I think the top four will probably stay the way it is. It'll just be those eight in the middle. I, I agree with you about Sam Tompkins. Watching him in Melbourne uh, yeah. on Friday on Anzac Day, it's similar conditions, like wet, slippery, and he, he came into his own and really had an effect on that game. So... Mm. Uh, they they need to have a you know a six and two run or something like that in in one of these eight game uh, periods and if they could do it now during Origin when they're not going to have many blokes out it's going to be good timing for them and then it's just whether they can get themselves into the eight and if if they get in the eight anything could happen yeah yeah big time well, I'm really struck like I think obviously the Roosters they look good um, their best form I can't see anyone beating them but um, are they there are they going to stay there um, mm. I don't know. Well, South, yeah, I don't know about South. Well, for me, I've got to pretty much say the same. Dogs, Manly, Roosters, Bunnies, I don't think they're going to struggle. They're going to be in the eight. Uh, the Titans, I think Origin could maybe weigh them down and injuries. We spoke about depth maybe being an issue. Uh, you know, well, Sharks, win. Sharks, Knights, Raiders, Dragons, I think they're all going to fall back to where you think they would. The Titans technically have only got to win another six games. Yeah. Out so, of six yeah, games. The that's, yeah. that's amazing. So I think really they'll, they'll finish We're the bottom in. of the eight. I still think they need a couple in the next few weeks just to make that grind during Origin a bit easier. Yeah. I think they need to punt, lock in another and two You know what, they've only, I think they've only had three games at home. Yeah. So, so they're, they're traditionally very strong at home. So but mm. My one for me is the Tigers. I know Tedesco's out for nine weeks. I know Farrah is probably going to go straight into Origin, but... They impressed me when they won the week before. Uh, I thought the other day probably was their worst performance, but I still saw enough where they could have scored points or they were denied a few opportunities. For me, they're my one that I think might get themselves in the eight. And if uh, Farrah's there and Gavay and these guys are going forward and Woods, they're outside backs, so I think they're a dark horse for the eight. And obviously the Cowboys, if uh, they played their best kind of football and I think Thompson's more of a steady option, I think that would be their, their best move going forward. I still think Cowboys will be top four. Oh, that's cool. bold. Yeah, I think they're too good not to be there. Well, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Have to see Comprehensive. Brilliant. We're always comprehensive, mate. Uh, city, country. Spell it. City, I'm pretty sure, with all the country pullouts. Australia to beat the Kiwis. And uh, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see our predictions go going forward once uh, the competition kicks back in the swing. But as always, big fella. As always, like the one you're with. That's right. Which is nobody at this point in time. Single ladies, give me a call. There's <laughs> <laughs> RSVP. With yeah. No RSVP, mate. Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> Grinder. Yeah, oh, buddy. I'm going to Grinder too, boy. Jesus Christ. See you, fella. Now, it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. And we welcome back, Mr. Gossip. What's going on, Chump? Oh, not much, boys. Here we are in rep footy already. Yeah, bit of a down week, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, not, to be honest, not a, a weekend that I look forward to, to be honest. I don't sort of get a stiffy for city or country, to be honest. No, no. 
Uh, it's like kissing your sister, and I don't even have a sister, so yeah, that's right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <is. laughs> uh, all right, is there anything cooking, mate, in the pipeline? Or yeah, yeah, we've got a few things, mate. I guess I'll start across the Tasman, and um, I did mention last week that Conrad Hurrell um, is on the way out, or he's on the nose at least with um, the Warriors admin there. Now he is being hunted by a couple of Sydney clubs but uh, in his replacement we're hearing Steve Maddai is currently in negotiations with the Warriors so that'll be a big one boys mm, yeah, It's interesting, oh, he played really well last weekend, uh, Conrad and I guess the battle for the Warriors is probably finding a consistency in his game because he's he's very much hot and cold and in and out of the side so uh, Stevie Maddai has proven he's consistent but um, it'll be interesting to see how he go over there in that structure because Manly have are so good in the nine seven six one, whereas the Warriors are uh, a totally different beast. But uh, yeah, well, it's not the first time they've tried to get in there either. No, this, every time he's come off contract, it seems to have been the Warriors are one team that's been interested, and he's always stayed at Manly for less coin. But um, I suppose the only downside of that trade is Hurrell's got a lot of upside if you can fix him, whereas Matai and he's younger too. Yeah, Matai's uh, you know getting around that age group like most of those Manly players from that core group now. They don't really have too much time left. Mm. And they spoke about Hurrell being potentially the best centre in the game, you know, 18 months ago, but it just hasn't come to fruition for whatever reason. Mm. Typical Warriors player, isn't it? Mm. Unfortunately. Get that knife out of the The Izzy Falau rumours, boys, it started again this mm. time last year. We were mentioning the Falau rumours as well, but I know he is standing at the Broncos, so, mate, he's going to come back to Rugby League sooner or later, okay. um, whether it's next year or the year after, but um, they are ta- talking again, boys, so an Him, interesting uh, one. With the Broncos? Yes. Okay, yeah, well, it's a, uh, a smart target, I'd, I'd say, from the Broncos, Um Imagine if they got him. Well, they probably they probably need another half more than they need a an outside back. But they are a little bit thin there. And Justin Hodges is getting to the twilight end of his career. And Jack Reed's solid, but he's he's not a match winner. I don't think Jack Reed. But nah. uh, yeah, they they could probably do with someone like him. But Cross, where are they going to fit all these players under the cap? They've got a stack of uh, Origin players. Third parties, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep holding them. Yeah, when you when you're the Broncos and you're one team town, third parties much more easy to come by yeah. um, than compared to like a Penrith or someone like that. Well, I'll tell you what, just going to throw it out there again. I think uh, the struggles as far as money are concerned for Rugby Union and the ARU cut match player payments back, I'm just going to chuck it out that uh, that's why Israel's coming back. Probably. Probably. Nothing to do with NRL. It's this yeah. athlete I shot myself around style gig. Yeah. The, oh, NRL's yeah, the NRL's going up money. and yeah. uh, the AAU's going backwards, so now it's time to come back. Yeah. Cop that. Uh, great <laughs> uh, everyone's been talking about Benji Marshall. Now, we did say that it's a bit of a toss-up of a coin between the Storm and the Sharks. Well, he did fly to Melbourne um, two days ago to have talks with the boys at the Storm. Now, I'm, I'm pretty confident that he'd go to the Storm. Um... As a Storm fan, uh, Louis, what do you think? Mate, the he's way happy. he's got his fist pumped, he's the way we're going at the moment, and I know our problems are probably more so in the middle. But if you watch Melbourne games, well, obviously I watch them every week. We're virtually playing eighty percent of our football down the right-hand corridor through Cronk. They're obviously trying to get Hampton uh, to take control of that left and do a bit more like Widop did, but it's just not working. And uh, Rob, Roberts looked a bit more steady, but at the same time, he wasn't doing anything great. But I think Benji can go there. He doesn't have to lead, and uh, you know it's it's a pretty nice fit, I think. He's he's the uh, if I'm the Sharks, I couldn't buy him. I just I just couldn't couldn't buy him because I think they're going to have to pay overs for him. Whereas Melbourne, 
will probably have to pay whatever the NRL say they have to pay because mm. obviously they can't pay minimum wage that's come out during the week. Uh, but, you know, I've heard a lot of people and a lot of uh, good analysts say that, you know, the best football move for Benji Marshall yeah, would be to play in Melbourne, Melbourne and, and I totally agree with it. I'm not even going to reiterate totally the same agree. thing because they're 100% right. If he goes to the Sharks, he's going to have to be a leader and they're going to lean on him right away. But I do think and all that pressure's on. Melbourne are really struggling in the forwards. They are struggling. Massively. Massively, so well, simple. I think that's the biggest concern for them, and they look slow with the new game. Well, like, like they've tailored their roster well, to be from the the slower. Structured is slow. Structured is grinding, and we've worked yeah, that ruck. But now this year that that's been taken away, all that structure and getting three in and slowing the play the balls down is exposed. But I still think they haven't changed their game up. No, just, they, they, well, they were going one out, one out, one out. Now they're just getting dominated and slowed down and. Uh, yeah, they've got to change a few things up, but it's probably a good time of the year because Bellamy's got the next two weeks to sort of change some things up. But uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how Melbourne go probably in the next month because Origins ain't going to hit them and uh, it's going to be really interesting. But, but yeah, simply, simply in Marshall, summary, though, if you've watched the games, they are literally pounding that right-hand side. They, they are, yeah. 80 90% of the ball is all that right-hand corridor. I think Benji's there. Even if it goes back to 70, 30, 60, 40, that's still a lot better than what we're doing right now. Yeah. And he's just, he's, you know what he can do if he's at his, at his best. The challenge for Bellamy will be to live up to that reputation of being able to get the best out of players that are perceivably washed up. So, and Marshall's definitely that because he's uh, got his tail between his legs and having to come back to rugby league, a code which he, he uh, you know, knowingly left uh, last year. So, and he, he, had, he had a decent contract on the table at the Tigers. Let's not mistake that. So, yeah, um, yeah he's, he's going to have to walk back. Uh, will come back hat in hand and, and really perform to uh, earn another contract, that's for sure. Yeah, well, we all think the Storm, but I, I wouldn't count out the Sharks either. I know the coaching staff at Cronulla are extremely unhappy with Todd Carney at the moment, his off-field attitude to injury and a few things like that. And in fact, I'll go as far as to say as I, I reckon in the next couple of weeks, couple of months, you might hear Todd Carney back in the face of some stupid off-field indiscretion because... Um, he's been a bit of a goose, apparently. Yeah, I've heard he's been on the uh, on the drinkies. Yeah, I've, I heard on he moved drinkies. in with a, a certain bloke who I'm not going to name, who's uh, also a free man at the moment. They live very close to a pub, so hmm. uh, <laughs> if that's anything to go by, Dangerous it's times. two single football players in a house across the road from a pub, that's never a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't spoken uh, before this podcast, boys, and we're all here in the same room, so leave it at that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Go have a beer with Toddy. Yeah, exactly. Tony will tell you, I just wait until he's got a few under his belt. He'll let you know what's going on. <laughs> just buy him a couple. <laughs> Pour a shot of vodka in that one, will you love? That'll spike him up. <laughs> a player that we were speaking a lot about last year, and even, um, I guess, the first few rounds this year was Kevin Locke. Um, I'm hearing pretty good sources from the Salford Reds that they're keen and cashed up and they want him over there, lads. I'd we'll probably go if I was him. They want everybody. He's in, yeah. he's in New South Wales Cup. He's not getting a, not getting a show, but... Marwin Kukash may as well go to Hollywood too and start buying the Expendables. He wants the super team. He can buy Superman and maybe he can get Stallone and Arnold. He just put a team together. Yeah. He just he wants everything. At the oh, moment. Good on him. It's good to see someone pouring some cash in there. Oh, I like it. I love it. Jesus he wants Christ. all the toys. He's like, I'm coming. He, go, he come over here and he's going to talk to Billy and he's going to talk to Sonny Bill. He's going to talk to everybody. And he wants the restrictions lifted over there so he can just buy everyone. Excellent. He just wants, he wants like an NFL... MLB kind of system where the Oakland A's can barely afford to pay wages and then like New York Yankees just pay like 200 million a year he's just like yep I'm just doing that I think it's because he's got Shane Flanagan there so Shane Flanagan sorting everything out (laughs) (laughs) exactly getting back to the Sharks guys I'm sure you've heard about um, 
the rumours about Mick Ennis, that deal looks like it's almost done. So wow. it'll be interesting to see uh, Mickey Ennis at Cronulla next year, that's for sure. That's a lot of money for three years. I'm not saying he's slowed down at all, but you know he's pretty pretty stock standard to be getting 500k now. That's uh, he's playing good footy this year. Oh, he's playing good. I don't think he's ever not played good football, but he's pretty. Yeah, you know what you're going to get. He's stock standard. He's got a great attitude, but he'd fit right in over there the way he carries on in their forward pack. Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll go together. <laughs> Bread and butter, those, those, those mobs. They'll yeah. be great. Fafita, him, Gallon. My God, there'll be that many mouths running. <laughs> they'll be the most hated side. Get the buckets out. There'll be a lot of dribble. Yeah. It's going to be going. <laughs> uh, tops. Uh, on to the Panthers, boys, who got robbed on the weekend just quietly. Um, Johnny Mansell. Hey, come on. <laughs> There's no robbery there. Run through the line. Run through the line. Docker stopped the Finish your job. <laughs> he stopped it. Yeah, well, that's it. I know. Uh, I know. Mr. Cleary was not happy with that call. So uh, yeah, he's not yeah. the only coach. Well, if so. you watch the, I, I said to someone today, it's it's all well and good for us, you know, uh, diehards that watch the uh, the footy every week. But for a novice that watched the Cowboys Manly game and saw it awarded a try, and then who might have stumbled across the Panther Sharks game, and I'm not saying that. It would have happened to many people, but you would have been scratching your head. I'm telling you because they were pretty much identical. Yeah. One spun up a try, one was a no try. And the, you know, I said to yeah. people, the important thing is that we get the interpretation right week to week. Yeah, and I that's, mean, that's why it was a no try. Um, but, we yeah. both, we all understand why it was a try and why it was a no try. But it just from week to week, the rules are changing. It's costing sides points. So, yeah, so and not to go upstairs with David Simmons try as well. Yeah. When he was on. That was a bit iffy, but yeah, look, guys, Josh Mansour, which I've spoken about in the past couple of weeks. My mail is that the Rabbitohs are very keen and something could be announced in the next week or two. Well, they bloody had him. That's what annoyed I, I hate that. That really just. Yeah, it, does, it, 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 it reminds me of the Premier League. Like, Jose Mourinho this year sold a bloke, something Matic, I don't know his name. He went to bloody Benfica. They had him. They sold him for about $3 million and we're like, yeah, this guy's busted. They bought him back in a mid-year transfer. Two years later, they paid something ridiculous, like $40 million. Mm. I, know, I know the NRL is not quite the same, but you've got to pay a transfer fee. But they had yeah, Mansour. Percentage-wise of the actual yeah. income is probably similar. They had him under their nose. They tried to turn him into a fullback when clearly when he was playing 20 years, he was an awesome centre winger. Uh, they let him walk out the door. He'd come to Penrith and he was an instant success. So, so are we thinking that he's going to go? Yeah, I think so, mate. Well, he played fullback, I think, didn't he, for a while at the Bunnies? And then... oh, they tried to turn him into one for New South Wales Cup, but the the season in 2010, they flogged us when I was at the Raiders, 60-something in a semi-final. He was their centre, and he's awesome in yardage. He can score a try, and we've seen on the wing, he, he's comfortable in either. He can play a bit of fullback. He's a bit rocks or diamonds, but... He is, he's but a little still, he is. he's yeah, a powerhouse. And he's your prototypical winger in this day and age to come in and help the forwards. He's a menace carrying the forwards. But there's a lot of, like for Penrith fans out there, There's a you can take solace in the fact that there's a lot of good young backs there. Put yeah, well, you've seen 18-year-old um, Dallin, who's still probably got another 10 well, got, kilos uh, to add to his Robert frame, Jennings, so. George, uh, George Jennings, um, Isaiah Yao. Yeah, there's a lot of young, good young kids there, and there's plenty more to come through. So. Yeah. Um, I have been hearing a rumour the past couple of weeks and I've dismissed it, but emails kept coming through, so they say, well, there's smoke, there's fire, and I'm hearing why we're a hard roast on the Roosters has got a handshake deal with the Panthers. Now, that would come on the back of Tim Grant going, Josh Mansour not being re-signed, and shopping uh, McKendry around as well. So wow. if it's true, boys, then Hargraves at the Panthers would be a big pickup. 
Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, I was looked on the weekend and thought he's bought too many robots. He would certainly fix that problem. Holy he, he's most definitely not a robot or a structured player. He's just a loose cannon. That's excellent. Great news. I hope he does get it come across. That'll uh, that'll get me on, on my uh, in my seat quicker. I'll as long as, long as they let him do the harker every week because they were. I won't be lining up to buy a beer in the first five minutes if he's playing. No. I'll tell you. I would have bought a tray and sat down ten minutes before kickoff. <laughs> Well, that's it. You give a bit of mongrel back to the exactly. Penrith, back, back to the glory days of MG when people just hated <laughs> playing Penrith, you know? Well, I'll be oh, standing he only, on, made, he only yeah. made five tackles in the game. That's because no one had known him. I'll tell you what, if he goes there, I'll be standing on the, the beer hill just feeding him some absolute terrible <laughs> lines to see him itch just so he kills somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hope it's true. I mean, plenty of emails about it, so. Yeah. That's, that, well, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be, it'd be nice to see one go the other way for once. It's always the Roosters taking the yeah, Panthers, Panthers players. players. Well, it'd be nice now to see the Panthers take one of the Roosters players. Yeah, definitely. Get that no, in there. I agree. Well, stick, sticking to uh, clubs out west, boys, the Eels are chasing hard on Tarek Sims and Big Georgie Rose. Both on the shopping list. Oh, so, oh, this, mate, I can guarantee one, one, one thing that he'll, they'll pick up either one of those players. Well, I'll tell you wow. what, Tarek Sims in, Joseph Pollard out, thumbs up. Or I know Jamie Bure's coming off contract and he's a Hills District George Junior. Rose. Any one of those two to replace Joseph Pollard, I thought the other day would be awesome. But George Rose, you're looking at Melbourne, he's playing like a busted Where's well, Joseph Pollard going? I don't well, know. Just I'm just saying, get rid of him. Yeah, fair enough. If you could put Sims or Bure back there, who's a, a para junior. No, no, 100%. One of those two I thought the other day. I just thought you might have had a bit of inside mail. No, just thought, great pack. <laughs> great pack, but every time I watch Joseph Paul, I just want to stab myself in the eye. So oh, if they shifted him and got Bure or Sims into that spot, I'd you know I'd be cheering if I was Brad Arthur. But George Rose, stay away from that. Yeah. Stick to Paulie Paulie, Junior Paulo, Penny Terrapo. They've got a 1,000 O's and Allies in there. Just keep playing those oh, blokes and stay George away Rose. from George. No, no. The only reason George can come back is if he's going to wear the eel suit and be a mascot because he's chubby and the kids <laughs> will enjoy hugging him, you know? Oh, yeah, no. I couldn't justify buying George Rose. No, not with the way he's been playing. I've had to appointment asking Barry Sims this week if where he's going. He'll just say that, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to talk about playing for New South Wales. Yeah. Good on you, Tarek. Get angry, Tarek. Yeah, <laughs> Good luck to you, champ. All right, last one I've got uh, for this week, boys, is probably not a good one for a young Brocky there. Uh, Kevin Proctor, will he replace Sunday Bill Williams at the Roosters? Um, they're offering him a lot of cash, boys. Wouldn't he be worth the sort of 1.5 mil that they're, they're supposedly throwing at him? No. Nah. Well, I think we spoke at this. Great player, error free. He needs um, Cronk. Even without Cronk, I think he's, Cronk. you've seen it when he was there. He's a solid player. Cronk's but he, good for him. He's not going to you know go to another club and emulate what he's doing there. That, I think the structure suits into a T. He's been there since he's 16 years old. He's grown with that Melbourne system. Yeah, Don't uh, bite the hand that feeds, Kevin. But at the same time, I've said it to Brock the other day, he's been there for that long now that I can't understand that he's at that point where he's probably been on scraps or taken a few lighter contracts. Now's the time to get a payday, so... If he can get one and a half million, good on him. He deserves it. Yeah. He's done plenty there. He's won a comp with us. He's been great for a long well, period of time now. It's time to cash in. Put it this way, I don't want the Titans to pay him that much. No, nah, but if the oh, uh, if he went to the Roosters and I'm a Melbourne fan, I'd be happy for him to go for the one and a half because he's definitely not got that kind of coin from us. No. And he's done plenty of good work, so it's Pretty time cool. for a payday. Yeah, I think even English clubs will be struggling to match that. Mm, definitely. Well, it's, yeah, it's, that's that's a uh, real positive. The Pommy clubs are struggling to... 
to uh, you know outgun us in terms of money. It means we're going to keep all these good players in our game. Well, they used to love nicking the Kiwis in particular because it was so easy sure to get them through. Our, um, exactly, it's going to make sure our comp's strong because mm. the, the influx of players or the outflux of players that were well, heading overseas. Look at everyone that's coming back this year. Yeah, it's good. We got a bunch it's, of halves. The, comp, the, the competition back. is um, getting stronger and stronger every year, and we're all the better um, for having these guys in our game. Mm. Yep, agreed. All right, well, uh, we're not going to make the tips count this week because all, all the teams, we can't rely on what's going to happen on Friday. For all we know on Friday, there could be under-20s players caught up to City Country. There's that many that are already pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I suppose, just for fantasy sake, not to count on their uh, New Zealand, Australia. We're, we're all going we're Australia. We're all going Australia, pretty obviously. obviously. There's six yeah. debutants for the Kiwis. Um, uh, Queensland, New South Wales, under-20s. I'm pretty sure, I looked yesterday, there was eight NRL players in the New South Wales side, only two in the Queensland yeah, side. Yeah, New South Wales should have been there. Uh, Luke Brooks yeah. is playing half back. Ross Carrot missed out. Yeah, mm, for the New South Wales right. side, which was a bit of a shock omission considering he was named 20th player of the year last year. So, well, I've watched uh, a little bit. He's got he a bit of a, the greatest. No, start. he hasn't. But he's he's carrying a lot of injuries, and um, he has had some mixed form. So, Still a bit a of a point to prove for for Bryce moving forward. But. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I think they'll win easily. Yeah, well, Samoa, Fiji, again, there's been a, a lot point. of players pulled out. I was on Samoa before Nofluma, Simona, Milford and all that kind of pulled out. Now I'm starting to lean a little bit more back towards Fiji. Well, they were the two semi-finalists in the World Cup, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Not, I'll, I'll, go there, I'll go there and I'll probably back whoever's the longest on We're not counting for points, but I'm going to say yeah. Fiji just because of all the agents. Well, whoever's longer on TAB, Brock's tipping. Yeah. Because well, that's where I'll be having, that's where I'll be having a uh, Hawaii 5 one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I suppose the one game that probably will be close, but we still can't get a gauge on it because a thousand people have pulled out. City Country. Oh, who knows? It's... Uh, I, I was pretty keen on City purely on a forward pack point of view with Fafita yeah. getting dropped and Wade Graham, pretty steady halves in the back line as well. But uh, with all the exits now with Marin, Dugan, Frizzell pulling out, I'm definitely on City, I think. I think City might yeah, touch City up Country will, a little City bit. City should win, but cross, who knows? And are, are the players yeah. going 100 miles an hour in that game? You know, and are they... You know when are, when are the star players going to come off? You just if you get don't gamble on city country whatever you do. It's just a you don't do it. It's like betting on the Pro Bowl in the NFL. It's just it's not a it's not a serious game. They're not going a hundred mile an hour. So and I, it's just bloody stupid game anyway because they're well you, let's let's pull out put all the New South Wales players on the field and let's try and get more injuries. Well, it's ridiculous. Reno over. Tickets, uh, 50 bucks a pop for the people out in the country this year. Dubbo. Is it $50 or not? No, no. I'm not sure. I haven't looked. Well, last year was a disgrace. Apex remember. Oval. Honestly, they should just open the gates. It should be free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you're going to take the country, they should say, every man and your dog, get your utes in here, climb on yeah. van, sit on the fence, do whatever you want. <laughs> Crack yeah. the tinnies out. Just don't shard anyone in the face with one. That's all. Yeah. all right? As long exactly. as you keep the violence out, we're sweet. Give everyone a sausage sambo, it'll be tops. That's right. NRL, you get, something. We just want something for the punters, don't we? You got your new TV deal, Dave Smith. All right, shell out. You're Welsh. If you're a Welsh, you, you know you like a beer. Uh, you like to partake. <laughs> uh, We've got it covered here on the podcast. Sausage chisel out the front. Done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, something for the punters. That's all I want. That'll you, get them through the game. If you told Lewis free sambos, I'd just start driving a Dubbo right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's city versus country, not Bunnings. But yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah. some people go to Bunnings like me just to get a snag. I don't yeah. go inside. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's been to Bunnings a hundred times, never been inside. Mate, is not my thing. The only thing I do it myself is exactly put the sauce on my singer. That's all. Oh, Nothing tops. else. <laughs> all right, oh, son. Mate. Well, then uh, uh, enjoy your rep round. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I won't actually. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, look forward to the following week. I think. Tell you what you should do. I've you know a little bit of a suggestion out here for the for the listeners. Get onto uh, Fox Sports and record all those classic matches, and just just have a Super Saturday of classic matches. Yeah, nothing better. I like it. Nothing better. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I concur. Crack the tinnies out, and away you go. <laughs> I love those classic matches. Well, I say, or I drive like to Dubbo, and you'll find Lewis out the front selling sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always flipped. I don't know if you guys, but when I got Fox, I flipped through the whole week to see what game is going to yep. be the classic match. Yep, mate. They were series linked, mate. The classic Dang. grand finals were my thing. I love, I love sitting there watching an old grand final. Yeah. Too easy. And the SCG. Beautiful. Great times, mate. <laughs> Great times indeed. All right. Well, thanks for everything. Uh, as usual, the tips don't count, but oh, just a quick update, I suppose, before we go. Me and you got five last week. Brock got three, so you're in the lead now on 32. Brock's on 31, and my five-point deficit is now a three-point deficit. I'm at uh, 28, so top. Shitty. Oh, we're all getting nice and close. That's right. Get the whip back. I'm going to bring myself in, and we're all going to hug as we go around the rail, and then I'm going to kick both of you. That's yeah, what's going right. to happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No worries, mate. We'll speak to you next week. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. See you, mate. See you, buddy. A big thanks, as always, to Mr. Gossip. And if you want to catch him on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and type in NRL Gossip, or on Twitter, his handle is at NRL Gossip. And also... Uh, a big thank you to MG, as always, for him coming on. If you want to catch him, it's uh, 6 to 9 weekdays on 104.9 Triple M's, the grill team with Matty Johns, Gus, and obviously MG. So uh, get your ears around that. And he's also on Twitter. So get on there and have a chat to the big man. But for now, that wraps us up for this week. Uh, we'll return next week. Pretty normal setup. Uh, we'll go through our reviews again. And we'll also get Andrew Brown back to play our line game once the normal NRL fixtures are back. But for now, if you want to get in contact with us, hit us up on Twitter at fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word and. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. But for now, guys, uh, do your best to enjoy the rep round. Hopefully, with all the swag of changes we've seen, it doesn't affect the quality of the football. And as always, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.